Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gen A studios. Whew. Getting hit with a little bit of a wave of hunger right now, which is not too common for me. It's about 7.29 a.m., 15 seconds. Um, I hope somebody brought something to the office for breakfast this morning. I'm not much of a breakfast guy. But today I could mow breakfast. Um, yeah, usually I don't. I usually don't like to eat till like noon. I usually like to have a cup of coffee for breakfast. Like make coffee at like usually make it at like nine ish, nine thirty, and then like slow sip it, get it in the thermos so that it stays warm. Um, if I'm feeling a little freaky, make two cups. Um, I never like to have more than two cups, but I mean, the cup size I'm having is usually, I'm usually coming in at around 12 ounces. So really I'm having like one and a half cups. And then if I have another one, it'd be like having three cups. Um, but yeah, typically one and a half cups. Um, I actually, I don't know if we talked about this. I recently got a, um, about two months ago, not recently, but yeah, two months ago. I got a manual hand grinder for coffee. Um, I've slowly been uh, getting more and more into coffee lately because of Big Weird Al. And I've kind of gone from... I've had a weird relationship with coffee. Just started... All right, this is what the podcast is about today. I didn't know what we were going to talk about, but I, I had, like, some other stuff up my sleeve about wicked issues with the neighbors, but maybe we'll save that for a later date. Um, an oral history of coffee from the perspective of do we love it. So, I had my first cup of coffee when I was... I think I was... 17, I was working for the Department of Public Works in Reading, Massachusetts. Shout out to the lads. And we would always get a break every day at like 10, 10, 15. And as the summer help, it was, uh, it was your job to make, to do the coffee run. Um, so everybody was drinking it. I was impressionable. So wanted to be one of the lads. So I started getting my first coffee was a was a medium iced French vanilla from Dunkin' Donuts extra 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 cream extra sugar. Um, drank it, thought it tasted good, got wicked hyped. Almost fell asleep in the truck a couple hours later because I crashed, and from there I was I was kind of in the game. So that. That was when I was in high school, so I would only drink coffees when I was working with the DPW. I wouldn't, I never drank it during the school year. Um, and that kind of got the ball rolling. And then, um, I think towards the later side of, co- so I was never like a big coffee drinker, but I would have it occasionally. And then, when I got out of college around like in my early twenties, 
I realized I was very sensitive to the caffeine. So then I stopped drinking coffee and I basically avoided caffeine. Um, wouldn't drink Red Bulls or I mean, very rarely, you know, if somebody got me a Jaeger bomb in a bar, I would have it. But even when they would get the Jaeger bomb, I'd try and just have the Jaeger because the caffeine would put me through the roof and I would crash and it would get me all messed up. So then I stopped drinking coffee for a while. And then because I stopped drinking it, then I got like very caffeine sensitive because I had no exposure to it. So then when I relocated to California, I started drinking it here and there, but I would drink decaf coffee. And then every now and then I would mix in a regular coffee because we'd have the little K-cups. And then we started getting a thermos, like a pump thermos at work. So it was very accessible. So I would have a cup here and there from there. And then I... So I actually never really knew how to brew coffee, probably until last year, which is pretty sad. I knew, I mean, I could use a a K-cup, but I don't count that as like knowing how to make coffee. So I didn't fully understand how to make it until last year. And then one of my coworkers showed me how to make it. And then I became the coffee guy. So I would come in each morning and I would brew the thermos for everybody and get all fired up and I'd like smell the beans beforehand and um so so then I started loving it this was like early this year maybe end of last year so then Big Weird Al comes into the picture Big Weird Al is a he sells coffee for a living he's a distributor so he knows a lot about it and he works for Aramark and one of the so Aramark provides coffee for my office he doesn't provide it directly but he's obviously very familiar with the product so I was telling him what I was drinking and on the weekends he'd come over to surf and whenever he'd come over to surf he would bring samples of different beans he'd have and he'd brew it up and he's kind of like a big weird scientist with it and it would just always be like really good stuff I'm like, hmm, this is good so told him it's like yep getting a little bit more into the coffee game um right now for work we get java fresh and he scoffed scoffed i say scoffed he's like that's the worst product we sell it's like what it's like yeah that's that's what we sell to the state prisons like oh boy so this was a classic ignorance is bliss type situation because then he's like, let me, let me give you, I, I have, I have a bag of, uh, intelligentsia. So I started drinking that and that was fuego. He gave me like a five pound bag of it and it was so good. Um, and then I went back to, then I, so I drank that for like a couple weeks and then I went back to, um, the office coffee and it was horrible and I haven't been able to drink it since. Not that I can't. I don't want to be dramatic. Not that I can't drink it. But it's just not good. So. Now I. 
don't drink from the big thermos, somebody else takes over that responsibility and I have my own setup. So I purchased a hand mill grinder and now I've just been buying all my beans whole. So this was definitely, it was a tough call at first because I'm a big free guy. Like, I want it, like, I like the idea of eating healthy, I want to eat healthy, but if somebody's showing up with, like, 18 cupcakes, like, I'm going to eat all of them, if they're free. Like, I, free is free. Free comes first. I know, you know, you can get into the arguments of long-term effects of stuff, whatever. Free food, free consumables, I'm all in, I won't bat an eyelash, and problem is I have a pretty wide palate so there's nothing that I'll look at and be like oh I don't really like that like no as long as it can go in my stomach I like it especially if it's free it tastes even better so that kind of put me in a predicament with the coffee because the coffee at work was free so now I'm like starting to pay for my own stuff but come to find out it's not that expensive coffee's not that expensive if you buy it if you're just buying the beans. Um, pound of coffee, more or less, is 15 bucks. Get 30 cups out of it. So it's like 50 cents a cup. Um, I mean, you compound that every single five days a week, compounded, it's 250 days a year at 50 cents, 125 bucks a year for happiness. Um, I still think happiness is a little expensive now that I'm thinking about it out loud. Now I'm thinking I might switch back after I run out of coffee. Oh boy. I wish I didn't do that math. I'm not happy about this right now. That's a lot. So I'm basically paying 10 bucks a month um, to be happy. Is it worth it? Mm, Probably not. But anyway. So... So I got a hand mill grinder, and then I got a storage container called a uh, gator storage, which is, uh, it lets carbon dioxide out when you store the coffee, so it lets your coffee beans stay fresh longer. And I enjoy traveling, and what I've found is that, especially, uh, Costa Rica, Mexico, those, I was down in those areas, and there seems to be, uh, local coffee down there, the more tropical it is, I think, the more prone it is to grow, come to find out coffee is actually a fruit, who would have known, so, as, that's kind of been my souvenir, my past two trips, is getting a bag of coffee, so now I bring it into my office, And each morning, I sit there and I just, like, hand grind down my beans. It's kind of nice. It's a little meditative. It's a little, you know, get kind of feels utilitarian. Get the the noise, the sound effects. It's relaxing. It's a good routine so far. So I'm liking that. Um, And then I got, I have a a single-serve 12-ounce French press. So I grind up my beans. I put my ground-up beans into the French press. I pour the hot water on it. I set a timer for four minutes. I let it sit for four minutes. Now, during that four minutes, I'm letting it sit 
in the kitchen, not in my office. So I don't want to like, like four minutes is like kind of a long time to wait for something, but it's also short enough of a time period where I don't want to walk back to my computer, do two minutes of work and then walk back to get my coffee. So what I did was I put a book in in the kitchen of, uh, in the office kitchen, um, which is the daily stoic. So now I let my coffee sit and for the four minutes I pick up my book and the book has uh, a one page passage every single day. And so I sit down and I read about, I read the one page passage and I just go, hmm. And I think about it, I go, hmm, okay, hmm. And then by the time I'm done saying, hmm, and reading, my coffee's ready. So then I drink my coffee and I'm happy. So that's been kind of the new routine for the past two months. Um, oh boy, huge news. We're at the stoplight right now where uh, my absolute number one favorite homeless guy is. Um, so for those of you who are longtime listeners, you already know what's going on, but a little, this is huge right now. Oh yeah, baby. Wow. I'm so fired up. So my favorite homeless guy, he's on the corner every single day. He's straight up Cal Ripken of homeless people. He never misses a day. He's always there. He's the hardest working guy in the homeless community by far. Um, he always wears uh, Michigan gear because that's where he's from. So uh, a couple of years ago, I got him a Detroit Tigers hat and I gave it to him and he never ever wore it. Like I'm convinced he may have sold it. Um, I've never saw him wear it and needless to say, I was pretty shook. Um, especially because I see him every single day on my commute. So a couple weeks ago, I decided I was going to try it again. So I'll, I'll throw him like I'll throw him a couple bucks here and there. Definitely not like daily. That was I mean I, I'm I'm already like in my head right now about spending fifty cents a day on coffee. So I mean I can't be giving giving two bucks a day to a homeless guy. Um, I mean you compound that over a hundred years at a conservative seven percent interest rate. That's oh. Anyway, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again. So I ordered um, I ordered a. Michigan University hat and I gave it to him and he I hadn't seen him wear it and right now today's the first day I've seen him wearing it and I'm fired up I mean he's he's picky he's picky so um that that made my day so go Tigers but glad to see he's wearing his hat so yeah, so anyway, I don't even know where we left off. So yeah, then I drink my coffee and start the day. And I think I think it's helped with the mental health a little bit. So figure, you know, if I went crazy and I had to see a psychologist once a week, that's like 100 bucks a week. So even though I'm spending 125 a year, it could be offsetting like $5,000 a year that I would have to spend on seeing a shrink. So all in all... I'm looking at it as an investment. I'm not going to sweat the $125 a year, even though I'm sweating it. And um, that is my morning coffee routine. Oh, also, side note, um, ground up coffee beans are good for your skin. 
And I learned this from Maddie. She was uh, this French girl who lived on the third floor above me in Providence. Uh, and she went to RISD. She was a industrial design artiste. And I was over her house one day, and she was, of course, using a French press. Dope. Um, and after the French press was done, she, like, took the beans out and started rubbing them all over her hands. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, it's so good for your skin. I was like, all right, let me try. So then I started rubbing it all over my hands. And I was like, ooh, this feels good. So then I started rubbing it on my face. So then she started rubbing it on her face. So ever since then, I was like, oh, I kind of like rubbing coffee beans on my hand. So after I do my French press in the morning... I pour my, my cup and then I take the beans and I rub it all over my hands and uh, get the skin feeling good, gets nice and smooth. Um, but I'm always like, I'm always nervous because I'm the only one in the kitchen. And I'm definitely like, I think I'm like, I don't think people in the office know I'm a weirdo. I think I'm more of like an unknown because I kind of like keep to myself and I'm like, surprisingly kind of like quiet I think at least like relative to like me so I don't think people know kind of like how like weird I am and I like to keep it that way so whenever I'm like rubbing uh the coffee beans on my hands I'm kind of always like looking over my shoulder like oh I hope nobody comes in and sees me um because I think that could be like a tough one to explain so so summary um Hand milling, coffee, very enjoyable, very rewarding. I wouldn't do it if you had to make more than, like, two or three cups because it takes me, like, a good, like, three minutes to, like, mill just, like, one cup. So it could get a little labor-intensive. Something to look into. You can get one on Amazon, 20 bucks from Java Press. Um, referral code, do we love it? It won't save you any money. Um, then uh, the French press got the... Got the grinds, rub it on the hands, make the hands feel good. Um, I also heard that it's not good to put uh, coffee grounds into your sink. It's not good for uh, the pipes. So keep that in mind as well. Um, that's about it. Um, lost my credit card this week. Dropped it on the ground in my driveway. Uh, the lady who lives downstairs, uh, we call her the witch because she's a witch. Um, she found it and it's kind of weird cause we definitely don't like each other. She doesn't like anybody. She's the most miserable person I've ever met in my life. And I've just kind of accepted it. And you know, that's, that's what I think being miserable makes her happy. So, you know, I'm happy for her that she's so miserable. Um, so yeah, we don't even communicate. And, uh, she was just like, Hey, did you see your credit card? I was like, mm, I've been looking for it. She's like, Oh, it was on the ground. I put it in your doorway. It should be up by your apartment. I was like, Oh, wow, thanks. Um, so now I'm pretty shook because we are kind of like enemies. And now, like, I kind of feel obligated to write her a thank you note. Um, so maybe we can use this to mend fences. But then, like, I feel like if I was nice to her, that would ruin her day. But I think I'll still, like, send her a note. But I'll updates next week. Um, let's get a little tunage. Oh, yeah. Hope everybody has a good week. Go Patriots. Watch some football. Hang out with some family and friends. Oh! The song just ended. Let's see if we can get another one. Oh, all right. Yeah. Have a good week. Do something fun. Do something that scares you. 
Action Curse Fear. Gathered for the feast. They stab it with their stealing eyes, but they just can't. 